0: Welcome to the podcast with your favorite cash flow guys, Mike and Giving you, giving you the best advice while having a beer. When you're running a business, there are problems every day. Let my and I nailed it. I was right on time. This is episode 119, 119 with Mike and Blaine. I am Mike Milan, also known as Cashflow. Mike, that is my partner, Blaine Birch, the CEO and founder of the best cash flow forecasting software on the planet. That is Dry Run. Blaine Birch, what's up, man?
1: 119. How many are we going to make before the end of the year? I could probably add that up because we're so close to the end of the year.
0: <laughs> it's like once a week. Who knows a week? I we're mean, we gonna take off some time. I don't. Know. I might not have to because of the way the the holidays fall. I don't know.
1: I don't know. I'm always good for this. This is uh, uh people need something to listen to over the holidays. They got they got to get away from the the turkey and the presents for a little bit. So, <laughs> yeah,
0: it's it's like we're entertainers now. I mean, at 119, you're no longer just a hobbyist, right? You're no longer just uh, somebody that just does this on the on the side for fun. I mean, we're getting legitimate sponsors now. We're people, you know, I mean, we're, we're, it's, it's getting kind of crazy. Even our downloads have just, just went up and, and like crazy. And, and I can't believe it.
1: And, and what's really cool is we, we were telling people we thought we had about 30 some weeks of beer sponsors. We actually added it up today. We, we had to stop counting at, I think, 64. <laughs> so we got, we got the double jackpot. We have had a lot of beer sponsors, so that's really cool. We're at episode 120, and what I'm hoping, or 119, what I'm hoping is we start to get more multiple sponsors, and and we'll start, we'll actually surpass the number of episodes with beer. That's that's uh, that's my uh, goal. I think that'd be the coolest thing ever.
0: If I would have told my dad, Dad, I bet I won't have to buy beer. <laughs> <laughs> all i have to do is talk on the radio on the tv on the internet and people will buy us beer he would have never believed me there's no way he could have said that's never going to be true for you son
1: <laughs> <laughs> we're oh man it's it's epic we have this is uh this has been going really well so super fun super fun time
0: yeah and, and don't think that we'd never have to buy beer because it's just a beer for the show it's not like you, you're buying us all the beer in the world it's like going hey it's five to sponsor an episode. That's it. $5 yes. a week to get your five brand Every
1: Five bucks. That's it. Five bucks. To be, to be the beer sponsor. We have, we have a, I think, a title sponsor coming in, but, but that's different. But to be a beer sponsor, five bucks is all it takes. And I will, okay, I'm going to admit something here. I do occasionally have more than one beer a week.
0: <laughs> I, I think if you just watch this podcast, I have more than one beer a podcast. <laughs>
1: I, you do, and sometimes you have the big jumbo jugs from Pat, and and um, um, I, I usually just have one beer during the podcast, but I, I, I will generally have one after as well. So, <laughs> that's,
0: so let's that's go right, through who's sponsoring this one, right? We still have <laughs> Larry, who increased his sponsorship. Larry yes, went Thank out, you, Larry. Larry went out another 10 weeks, right? Another. Yeah, he's two- going to
1: take us... He's gonna take us into the new year. He'll take us into the new year, which is amazing. We also have, of course, neighbor Pat is and and Rachel Barnett, who you always love to talk about because you know Rachel really well. You
0: you know what I like most about Gentle Frog, right? Gentle Frog, if you don't if you haven't seen it, just go to Gentle Frog. If you don't know anything about QuickBooks and you're like going, gosh darn it, I wish I knew more about QuickBooks. Go check out Gentle Frog because she can take you from zero to sixty in minutes if not hours she has the perfect program for you larry larry is the cpa in houston if you're in texas or even i think he does outside of texas if you're in texas or otherwise and you want a cpa that's going to give you the straight you know answer that's also going to be able to give you cash flow because he's certified in my program right he has the cpcp designation which is clear path to cash professional designation if you're looking for somebody to help you manage cash flow, put more cash in your pocket and avoid the tax, man. Call Larry Weinstein right
1: there in Houston. Absolutely. And what do you do quickly? We always, we always forget. We do. We got it. We got to speak ourselves a little bit here. If you
0: need, if you need to be able to find hidden cash in your business, if you want to learn how to f- analyze financial statements in seven minutes or less, Go to cashflowmike.com download my book, Seven Minute Conversation. I'll teach you six calculations to do it on your own. That's all you got to do. Just download the book. You get the work. You get the calculations. You can do all this on your own. I'm just giving you the tools.
1: Perfect. And uh, come over to Dry Run after you've got the tools here. And, and we will help you forecast your cash flow, forecast your sales, model scenarios, figure out where you're going. We will give you instant intelligence with epic control. You connect your file and we'll have a forecast for you in a minute. But we'll still give you control to model out all the cool stuff you got to figure out in your business. So come check us out at dryrun.com.
0: Yeah, very cool. So so you got plenty of ways to connect with us. You got you, you got mikeandblaine.com is our website. You can buy us a beer. We got merch, right? I, I know if I just walk up with the. remember I told you a couple episodes ago, I'm getting that Just Giving Her t-shirt. T- I'm getting it. I think it's sitting yeah. up in the mailbox right now, right? Just giving her nice. the one Pat is wearing on our, our Facebook page. Pat already bought one. He's got a picture of it. You can see it. It looks good. Uh, but that's all we do every week for small business owners across the world now because we've got downloads everywhere yep. across the world. We're just giving her.
1: Absolutely, that's I love it. I love seeing that picture of Pat. Go check out our Facebook page; you'll, you'll, you'll you got to see it. It's awesome. Right, so here's what I like about this this
0: upfront, right? This upfront stuff. We're kind of promoting ourselves. We're talking about finding hidden cash. We're talking about how Larry does his thing. How you do your thing with cash flow forecasting. That is the topic of today's show. Right? It's working on your business, not in your business, right? On your business, not in your business. And so we're gonna kind of dive into what that means. And in mm-hmm. my initial impression today, my initial impression today is, I don't like that saying anymore. I feel like it's overused. So, I, and that's kind of, I'm gonna take that position right up front. I feel like it's overused. I feel like it's, it, it's washed out, it, it's, you know, but that's just me. But wh- what's your initial impression of that statement?
1: Well, okay. Full disclosure here. Mike yeah. is saying this because I came up with the idea this week. <laughs> so, so he's shitting on my idea. I just to let you know. And, uh, but he decided to do it anyway. So we don't have to do it. He decided to do it anyway. But I will tell you that it wasn't so much that I came up with that idea or thought of that idea. It was an observation after the fact that, holy cow, I think we took some major strides because I got my head above water. And out of the business for a bit, and so I'll t- I'll tell you about that in the show because it was kind of more of a, a realization that, um, I actually have to do that more because it's so easy to fall into the trap of um, just grinding it out every day, and the biggest move sometimes you'll make in your business is when you lift your head above water for a little bit. So, and okay, and okay, I'm I'm going to dive right in here with the beer because I think that working on your business, not in your business, is like having a hidden hand to help you. Mm, got it. So that's my beer this week is Hidden Hand from Way uh, Wayfinder. And um, I know that was like a really crappy connection, but I didn't have a better one for, for this week. Hidden Hand, it's a black lager though. So this is the first black lager we've had on the on the show. And um, it's quite good. It it's really is quite good. This is a good brewery, uh, Wayfinder. I would definitely check them out. They are from Portland, Oregon. Check out Ooh. Wayfinder. Excellent. Okay. All
0: right. So, uh, uh, and I actually had one in the fridge for this today. So, uh, cause I found a brand new brewery that I'd never heard of before in Dripping Springs, Texas, which is right up in the Austin area. Right. So if you've been to South yeah. by Southwest, it's like a little bit of a, a, a town, right? Connected to, I think it's like Southwest of, of Austin. Yeah. But yeah. It's a cool thing, and, and the name of it reminded me of working on your business and in your business because it is family business beer company, business. right? It's nice. a family business, small business, just like us. But the name of nice. it, super cool. The name of it was the Grackle, right? Like the Grackle, yeah, the Grackle, and it's a uh, it's a hill country imperial stout. Now, now, oh, nice, Texas. Texas is a flat. A, li- a lot of places in Texas is flat, except for where I live. Yeah. Right near San Antonio and north of San Antonio is what they call Hill Country. And if you come here, you'll know why. Because <laughs> it's, it's, it's pretty, you know, diverse as far as that is. So I'm excited about this. A brand new brewery, close to home, family business nice. beer company. Uh, it's just a great logo, great style. I said It feels mm-hmm. to me and it feels small business and I love that. So uh, here's cheers to them.
1: Nice. Uh, ah, that's I love it when we find a new uh, a new brewery. Um, they're start, it's starting to get hard because out of 119 episodes, both of us usually have like we we always have a different brewery from each other, and a lot of times we have different breweries that we've never featured before. I couldn't even count how many we've probably featured 150 breweries already between the two of us. So um, yeah, well, that's, I, I, I love when we find a new one.
0: Think more. I don't think more than five or 10 times each have we used the same brewery and, and that was a rule yeah. Remember, at first we weren't going to do that at all it was and it was a rule yeah. and then then we're like oh that's gonna be too hard <laughs> it's, getting, <laughs> it's getting
1: tricky it's getting tricky i'm pretty sure i've done wayfinder before i've had their beer before i'm not sure i've had it on the show before but uh yeah it is getting tricky it's getting trickier and trickier and so that's why i started to try and match my beer to the topic um and, and uh it's It's nice we, we we'll We'll count it out on these days and see see how many how many breweries we've uh, featured so yeah,
0: so but but the new rule is we're okay with doing the same brewery more than once because we realize that you have multiple beers. You might have a Pilsner and an ale and a stout and like on. So we're like on, mm-hmm. yeah, it makes sense so we just open it up, right? And it makes yep. it a little bit easier for us to find it. Uh, and if you're out there listening and you're a brewery. Hey, listen, just contact us through the website. Just send us beer. <laughs> That's the easiest way for us to find you is just send us some beer. Yeah. And and it's the same. Yeah. $5. It, it's the same as a $5. It's exactly. Yeah.
1: Yeah. You guys that own breweries out there, you think that we're going to charge you a mint. It's the same five bucks or just send us beer. That's literally it. One, one bottle or one can per episode that's all. That's all you got to do. Is send us a beer. So. Send us a the
0: beer. That's all I got to do, and then we'll uh, we'll, we'll uh, promote it. So, very cool. All right. So let me tell you why I I'm tired of this statement. Tired of the statement because I teach these seminars all across the country, and it doesn't matter where I go, somebody brings that up. Oh yeah, it, it's, we should be working on our business, not in our business. And I think it's like, it's like, to me, I don't like the word trusted advisor anymore either. Cause I feel like it's overused. And when something's overused, mm-hmm. it has less meaning. It has less impact. But mm-hmm. when you mentioned this as a topic, I said, it's absolutely true. I just don't like the phrase anymore. Is there a different way for us <laughs> to talk about it? That, that, that's All I'm saying, it's not the shit on your topic, yeah. you know, because I never let you pick a topic.
1: <laughs> it's, Yeah. Well, I I know it's a side benefit for you though. (laughs) It's it's a bonus for you, but um, okay. Well, let me tell you how this topic came about because it isn't that I thought of the topic. This is because last weekend was the long weekend we had, it was Thanksgiving and and I took, and I don't often take that many days off and I actually took uh, uh, Thursday and Friday off and Saturday and Sunday. So I had a four day weekend. That's a per, a, pretty massive rarity. What I found was what by the time I hit Saturday, I had gotten away from all this daily stuff. Cause I, if you ask me and be like, of course I'm working on my business, I'm CEO. That's what I'm, I know that's what I do. Right. But two days away. And then I had that extra, extra day or two in there. And all of a sudden things started to seep in. That were um bigger picture. And I started to think about some of the strategic initiatives we would do for 2024 and how we would do that. And and these things just started to flow in. And by the time I got to um uh to work this week, I actually did a um a little presentation on our 2024 plan, which usually we talk about it in January. But I'm like, no, we're getting into December here. Let's start setting the stage. And it was very different. These are things that I don't think I would have maybe grabbed hold of if I, if I still had my head underwater a little bit. And so it was, it, so then after that, I looked at it and went, yeah, that's because I was actually working. I know it's a cliche, but I was like, no, I was working on the business, not grinding the day to day. I actually lifted my head above and and, and see further out. Right.
0: Yeah, two, two comments about that. First of all, I love the fact that you thought about next year today, because in the clear path of cash, I teach doing forecasting by the numbers. That's the lesson. Uh, nine, 10 months into the year, which means you're already preparing and thinking about what's going to change, because most people wait until January. They go, "Okay, well, we're going to do this year. You've lost a month. You've lost a yep. month. You didn't prepare. You didn't think through it. You know, so I always ask people, I say, hey, mm-hmm. let's start thinking about it September, October. So when January one comes, we're taking full advantage of the whole year. So I, I, I love the yep. fact that you're doing that. Secondly, right, uh, the working on your when, when I think of working on your business versus in your business, I think it was you that came up with or told me about a story about like order and chaos, right? What people look like at a a festival, those type of things. I always look at it that way because working in your business is I'm doing thousands of things per week or month, just keeping up with customers, bringing product in, you know, making, you know, making adjustments to my product, keeping sales going, marketing, you know, all these things that's working in your business. The tasks that you do day by day by day by day by day, that's working in your business. Very rarely do we take a step back and go, "Okay, what that ha- what did that build? <laughs> I did yeah. all these things. Yeah. What does it look like?" Right? It's like doing a paint by numbers and never stepping back and and seeing what the entire yeah. picture looks like.
1: Yeah, exactly. It's 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 being. I don't even know if it's tactical. It's into the actual like operations where instead of going all the way up to strategic, where you're starting to look at. Um, and, and the thing that sort of dawned, like the, the, where it all started for me was I was able to stop and, and kind of take a big, a bit of a bigger picture look and go, okay, what are our four key challenges? Actually, what were our three key challenges? And I came up with four. <laughs> so that's how it worked. But, you know, so I started to go, okay, here's here's the challenges. And I started to think again on a, on a strategic level and then started to get into some of the tactical, like how how do we, what can we do for each of these for challenges. And, and it's just started to make these connections and things that I don't, man, I don't know if I would have thought of them before. And also like, huh, shit, this is what, this is what we can do. And this way, and I started to, so I started to write this out and I put a little presentation together on here's how we do this. Like here, here's, we've, we've built up to this point. And now it's like, here's the observation of where we are today, of where we have to go and, and the hills we have to get over and how we're going to do it. And it it really, um, yeah. At least I think of the team too, but I think it gave me a boost to be able to go like, yeah, I can see it. I can see where we've come from, but this is where we go, and this is how we're going to execute. And I, I just, it, it it felt good to be able to th- to to find that, right?
0: Yeah. So I mean, the thing that I pulled out of that was, you know, you. Have has some history with this. This isn't the first time you've done this, right? I mean, it's not the first time you go through a a, you know a different annual plan or whatever it is. So, uh, you know, I'm going to make a statement after this, but the question I'm going to pose to you at the end is, what changed? Why are you thinking about it differently, right? So that's 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 one.
1: (laughs) Well, okay, Uh, okay. First of all, this is a, a sort of a regular thing. I will say that I am definitely not the type to do annual planning and quarterly planning annually and, and, and quarterly. And the reason I say that is because we take the mentality of how we move our business forward, um, very much the way we move our product forward, which is, um, in very short sprints, sprint test, talk with customers, talk with customers, Figure it out sprint test, talk with customers. That's how we do our, our business, right? Like there's, you're, you're just constantly doing these little sprints and learning from them and continuing on. Um, but sometimes you just kind of got to lift your head above the water. But the thing was, this wasn't something that I consciously sat down to do. And I actually think that's the hardest way to do it. If you sit down January 2nd, you go, okay, what are we going to do this year? Like you said, like, can you get yourself in that mindset? And I think for me, what I found is because I was relaxed for a couple days in a row and I was doing stuff that was not business related. And I was like, we were just out on our bikes and we were getting a lot of exercise and doing our thing. And it seeped in. It's like my subconscious went from the back to the front and said, Hey, and it started making connections for me. And once I consciously recognized the connections, I went, Oh, that's what my brain's been doing in the background for a while here. Um, and I think the biggest thing, and it's a different topic or as part of the topic, I guess, is this is the importance, I guess this is sort of tied into the cliche a little bit, but this is the importance of taking that time away. Like I, I still believe when when I hear of business owners that say, I work 60 hours a week, I work 80 hours a week. I'm like, you're not doing anything effective. You are working, if you're doing that many hours, you're working at half speed because you can't maintain that. But you can never lift your head up above uh, the water to, to, and and come up with these big movers, these strategic movers that make a massive difference to the business. All you've done is just it, it, move things along.
0: If you're working that much, you're an employee. <laughs> and, and, and that means nobody's <laughs> leading the company, right? Nobody's yeah, being a leader. Exactly. Nobody's taking a leadership lead or a role. So, I mean, to me, the, the, the thing I lead, live by, this one thing is if I want to know what the future holds, I have to bring it to the present. And here's what I mean by that. Mm -hmm. I think about it like, where do I want to be next year? Well, if I want to be at a million dollars, I want to be at whatever, whatever it is, 10,000 users, whatever that is, I want to be at. I start there Mm -hmm. and start working backwards. What are the things that have to happen for me to get there? Do I have to hire somebody? Do I have to change the way? Do I have to scale? Do I have to add more coaching? Do I have to, you know, those, those are what I'm trying to do going into the next year, where I want to be next year. Yep. And I start there and work backwards, right? So it's, if I want to know what the future holds, I got to bring it to the present. I don't just do it with business. I do a personal life too. If I want to be retired and done in 15 years, what are the things that have to happen? So that is true. Yeah. Right. So that, I think that that's good for you.
1: And I think, I think one of the things you brought up it this, I I saw, I saw one of these little memes online the other day, but this one actually caught my eye. It was, it was, a, it showed a target and there was two arrows and one was kind of close to the bullseye and one was like kind of out further. And they said, winners and losers both aim for the same thing. Mm. And I went, I like what you were talking about there because a goal is important. You do set your goal, but I think the difference, the absolute difference is, uh, the systems and processes you put together to make the goal. It's not the goal. It's not the goal. The goal is like a, It's like the prerequisite. It's like the idea for the startup. It's a prerequisite. People think ideas are worth something. Well, they're the prerequisite, but it's the, it's the execution that matters. And that's what you're talking about is execution. And that is so, so important.
0: And the, the one thing I preach, even with people that have worked for me in the past, is nothing is random. Nothing is just left to chance. Even a conversation with an employee that's a coaching type scenario, you, we war game that. You know, if you say this, how can he respond? uh, Those are things that all of, you know, successful business owners will go ahead and make the planning and preparation and war game out what could Mm -hmm. happen so they can avoid some of the obvious mistakes that happen just when you make a decision too fast.
1: Yeah, yeah. That that literally, while you're preaching to the converted here, because that's literally what dry run is about war gaming. That's what dry run is literally the term to war game everything to, to uh, uh, come up with the, your, your outcomes. Right. And um, I'm just debating whether I should segue in. Cause it's an odd week.
0: <laughs> what well, it's an odd, Are we too early? You're the odd person. You're the odd ball. And it,
1: I, I'm the it, odd person. You know what? I'll, I'll use it as a segue. I, I don't know if we're too early, but I'm going to, cause well, it just, you just hey, popped before it in, you do right?
0: that. All right. Cause this is a good segue, but before you do that, let me explain what we're talking about. When I call them the odd ball, it's not because he's an odd person or an oddball or whatever. It's just that we have a we have a rule that when we don't have a title sponsor, like I think we're this close to getting, if no. when we don't have a title sponsor, either we promote dry run on odd episode numbers or we promote Cashflow Mike on even episode numbers. Okay. So we call them the oddball because it's the odd numbered episode. So there, the, if you want to know more about the best forecasting software for business in the world and i'm gonna tell you what I'm, I, I keep pushing people towards dry run how many people you see sign up it goes i'm part of mike's program
1: we do we get them and it's and it's awesome when we hear that and we're like and and the team will say oh yeah this guy came from mike so that's really I, I appreciate that that's so fun when we, when we hear that and it's um Yeah, you know, it's like we're talking about some of the strategy and starting to figure out what's happening in the business and what you're going to what you're going to target next year. That's a really big part of what dry run is. I know we say cash flow all the time and you're managing that, but you know what? I'm using it as much or more to deal with the strategy, to deal with some of the big picture and to figure out it's what if. What if, what if, what if, what if, what if, what if, and it's like, okay, what if we tap into this distribution model and what kind of money do I have to put in and how much can we get out? And what if we do this? And what if we do that? And what if we change pricing? And it brings that reality. So it's, again, it's, if you have a goal, you're aiming for the same thing as everybody else It's how are you going to execute on it? And that's a big part of dry run is uh, basically forecasting or, or, or predicting what the outcomes could be before you act. And so you're, that you're making the right moves. So that's that's what DryRun's all about. So come check us out, DryRun.com. Free trial. Talk with us. We'd love to love to talk with you.
0: Hey, what I loved about what you said is knowing what the out- outcomes could be before you even you know get there. Which is, you don't want surprises in business. You just don't. No, they're they're going to show up, but if you can minimize them, even better. If you can be. Yeah planful, thoughtful, predictable. It's even better. But, you know, sometimes you'll get surprises. But sometimes if you do the right planning, if you look at it and think through what could happen, you will have a better business model all the way around. You just will.
1: Yeah. Yep. All right. <laughs> Snuck that in. <laughs> it was <laughs> like our added.
0: first awkward silence in 119 episodes. We both look at each other like, going, what do we do next?
1: Well, now what? <laughs> let's drink some beer and think about it (laughs) all
0: right so all right so let me tell you about like how this looks right so when we talk about on your business versus in your business i've got a client you know i'm not diming anybody out but his go-to and and i i have a firm belief this is goes way back to being a trooper by the way which is people spend time on things they think are important So whenever you look at your employees, when you look at, you know, uh, your co-founder, when you look at your friends, people will only spend time on things that they think are important. (laughs) His go-to when he doesn't know what to do is to change price. (laughs) So our conversation, because remember, he's in the business all day long. We're not closing, you know, what I think we should, or we're behind in our forecast or we're whatever it is. His only go-to, the lever he pulls in his business is, I'm going to change price. So he and I work on an every yeah. week basis. So it's like, I kind of see this happening. All right, hey, catch me up. What happened in the last week since yeah. we didn't talk? We only talk once a week for an hour. He goes, oh, yeah. well, I changed prices on this, that, and the other. And I go, wait a second. <laughs> what did you see that said those things had bad pricing? I just felt it. That's the wrong answer, folks. <laughs> yeah, a gut feeling yeah. leads you to investigate. A gut feeling doesn't lead you to take action and make yeah. change. Yeah, exactly. In this case. Yeah. So I'm just saying, what he's done is he's doing things, but he couldn't articulate one client that said price was an obstacle. One, you know, everything it was just about <laughs> it's a short term twist of a knob that has zero impact yeah that's working in your business well
1: the thing is yeah and the 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 fact is when you do things like that it may not have zero impact but it likely could have a very negative impact because it's not planned out and it's just like now you're just charging less to try and get more Uh, that's not necessarily a a tactic that's gonna Uh, work for you
0: here's what i found out after that after i said what day did you see and i started pushing on him a little bit he goes Oh, yeah, Mike, here's what I did in the summer. We had all this growth, all this cash was coming in. Things were doing well. We were happy with Mm -hmm. things, how they were going. He has a historic seasonality change in July, right? Well, he just has always. Well, I looked at 10 years Mm -hmm. past. July is just not for him. Uh, A, because, you know, his business depends on water, (laughs) <laughs> There's not a lot of water in his area in in, in July. I said, this is, yeah. a, you have to plan to just be a, that's going to be your low spot. Instead, he yeah. thinks he can special through it. He thinks he can add discounts and increase. But what he did yeah. was he changed price and he didn't tell me in July to try to overcome. He says, oh, we're doing so great. I'm going to really kill it this July. And he changed price and actually did worse. Why? Yeah. <laughs> because he lowered price during the low season. So not only did he have low sales, he had a lower price.
1: He had a lower price and he, and he probably can't get anything. Like you're only so much he can get out during that time anyway, when it's seasonal and like with, with our company, it's it's not necessarily seasonal. Like we, we don't see the seasonality, but we do see ups and downs. We do see peaks and valleys. As far as we can tell, sometimes it's just like uh, uh, flipping a coin. Like, there is just like you'll go for a little dry spell, and all of a sudden, it'll be bam, 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 bam. And you're like, oh shit, now what happened? Well, nothing really happened. There's nothing that you can connect to. We didn't change anything. And that's the thing that tells you when you didn't change anything, and all of a sudden, it's like, no, there's a whole bunch came in at once. All right. You know, so it's, it, there is a little bit of patience, I think, involved too, right?
0: Now, I, I, I can nail mine. There is patience, but I can nail mine to the exact month that I need to not. Talk to account because I said a lot to accountants and bookkeepers. March and September, they're not talking to me. Right, they're trying to prepare for taxes. They're trying to prepare for the extension of taxes. They're not talking to anybody else during that time. So, I know that going into it. So either I take vacation and just kind of go, it's going to be whatever, or I add in bank seminars and I add in you know SBDC seminars and those type of things to go with it. Right, You, you find a way to compensate. What he didn't do yep. after July, he discounted the price in July and did not set it back afterwards. Yeah. So all, and, the games you know made, yeah all the gains we made yeah. were wiped out in, in the fall yeah. because he changed
1: price and didn't go back. Didn't go back. And, and like, you know, like, because we have one of our big channels or CPAs, right? And we know when it gets to tax time, March, April, yeah, they're not going to want to talk with us. A discount's not going to help. Right, yeah. and I think like you've probably seen, I, like some businesses can benefit from discounts. We use discounting occasionally here and there, but we find that it's it doesn't really. It I don't know how how to explain it. it lifts the water level by the exposure you get. It does not close a lot of deals for us, like not additional deals, and
0: yeah. it just you, know? you and I talked about that. I told you, I, I did a Black Friday sale this year for the first time. I'm gonna I, I'm gonna call it a failure, right? It's like going, it's a failed test. Like going, uh, it maybe gave me a little bit of exposure. Maybe I could see some bumps in website traffic, but not enough I didn't get enough sales to justify it. It didn't it didn't yeah, change people's yeah. minds. It didn't, it's not like going, oh, I'm gonna get this iPhone case. Oh, it's half off on Black Friday I'm a, I'm gonna get it on back back Friday. I didn't yeah. I didn't change people's minds because of price, because I solve a problem.
1: Yeah. Right. Yeah,
0: exactly. I that's if you don't have the problem. I, I think you
1: don't uh, yeah, like retail goods, and especially it's like the lower the price of the good and, and to, to some degree and then it bottoms out, I think, where it doesn't make a difference. They can benefit in sales. For us, we we just we we it's like hey, have, people are out looking. Can we get some exposure? Um, but we found over the years that pricing, like there's, of course there's limits, but pricing isn't a big factor for us as if, if they, once they kind of go, yeah, I need that. They're good. They're good. Right. Um, I remember back in my agency days, we had, uh, um, we, we had one of the top, uh, one of the top apps in the app store with the, the iPhone, um, kind of before I sold the business there. And. We charged everyone. Dove to the bottom. We said, "Oh, it's a big dive to the bottom." It's right around the time when all the apps went to ninety-nine cents. Totally different models now. In-app purchases is the big thing now. But back then, that was not a thing really. Um, everyone dove to the bottom of ninety-nine cents, except for us. We stayed at four ninety-nine, and we just, and we and we led the category. And we did try the odd like Black Friday sale and this sale and that sale. We got some exposure, but it really didn't boost. We never got more revenue. Like It really didn't boost. Even the number of units didn't really change that much just because people just decided they either want the app or not. And if they do, they're willing to pay the price.
0: I I think even for retailers now, Black Friday is a clearance sale. Just stuff I'm trying to get off the shelf, right? It's just, you know, I'm clearancing everything off of it. It's not the same. There's even memes and reels now that says, it's not the same as it was 10 years ago when people were lining up at 6 a.m. and fighting people to get the cheap TV. You know, or, yeah. it just doesn't happen that way. Now, Now, no. before this call, I, I, I talked to Larry Weinstein on the phone, right? So I talked to him and he reminded me of a quote that is perfect for what you just said, right? And what we just said, which was, Yogi Berra, you know, are you familiar with him and yogiisms? And there's yeah. there's a cool Netflix, uh, I think it's Netflix or one of them. There's a documentary, yeah. it might be Amazon, I can't remember which one. Uh, documentary on his life, right? Where Yogi yeah. Berra was a Hall of Fame, you know, World Series catcher for the Yankees. Uh, he said, "If people aren't coming to the ballpark, there's nothing you can do to keep them from coming." <laughs> No, but that, that's a that's a Yogi Berra you know, right? <laughs> like, if they're not coming, there's nothing you can do to keep them from coming. <laughs> so, like, so, and that's that's what Black Friday was to me. If they're not buying, yeah. there's nothing I can do to keep them from not, not from not buying. <laughs>
1: yeah, yeah, yeah. That's it. A- Beautiful phrase this, this whole, this whole, uh, like, cause we're talking about strategic planning and all that too, which, uh, it, I will say as soon as you brought up the, uh, the famous quote, <laughs> the first thing that popped to my mind was Mike Tyson saying, everyone's got a plan until they get punched in the face. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, uh, yes. Can you, imagine, can you imagine getting hit by Mike Tyson? Oh, n- no, I'd never probably, uh, be conscious ever again. Like, yeah. He just, ah, oh, man, that guy was, uh, um, the, the, the power and speed. That's, I don't know if anyone in history had that kind of power I, that he had.
0: I'd probably flinch if I saw him on TV after that.
1: <laughs> my guys, <Yeah>. my <laughs> I saw a video of him. Like he was, he was working out cause I don't know if he was just working out or he was planning to, to do some sort of comeback old timers fight or whatever. Um, I don't know how old he is, but he's got to be pushing fifty, maybe into fifties. And the uh, the amount of speed and power he had at his age was absolutely flabbergasting. As he was, you know, beating the crap out of the guy in front of him with little mitts that he that he hit. Um, I, I just I just couldn't believe the 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 power and speed that he has at his age. It was crazy. I still wouldn't want to get near that guy, you know.
0: Oh, no, no way. Right. Would I cross Mike Tyson. No, no. I mean, just, just wouldn't, just wouldn't do that. So, all right. So I want to bring back up. You had, looks weird now. Uh, you had that story, that way to explain order and chaos. And to me, that's a good visual about, on your business versus in your business. Right. And, and, and it was something about a crowd. Can, can you go through that? Or do you remember? All right. So I'll, I'll, I'll do it.
1: Don't even remember that might've been the one of the 12% episodes. (laughs) I don't even remember that one.
0: I I thought it was you and it might not be you. And if I, if I wrongly attributed it, I'm sorry, but I somebody, somebody told me about like going to a festival, right? Like it looks like chaos. If you're on a bird's eye view, maybe at a mall and you're looking over the top of others and you see okay. people moving in different directions it looks like i chaos.
1: think okay this this is the closest thing that i'm thinking and maybe it's one i brought up is is uh, um on our honeymoon we were on a cruise and we, we met a bunch of people on the cruise and still good friends with with some of them 27 years later but one of the guys was uh um in the military and he was in intelligence so it was really funny because every time we would see somebody say hey bill What's that guy do? They would you know, give him a hard time, but he said he couldn't handle the mall. He said he goes yeah, get in A crowd like that, everybody should be walking in a straight line. They should be doing this. They should be doing that. And that's what I said to him was, um, "Yeah, but it's just a higher level of organization because everybody in that mall has a purpose. They're all executed like they're mm-hmm. all going to some place for some reason." Um. So it's actually really, you know, quite, quite elegant. And then he didn't know what to say <laughs> because science just sort of blew up. <laughs> you got to stay in a straight line and walk all the same direction.
0: You know, so I was looking at the APV on this and, oh, 10.2, no wonder.
1: Oh, nice. That's a beautiful, that's a, that's a nice beer. I
0: thought this was a family business.
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> I think that's what it says. It's
1: small. That's what kind of family. Right. I don't know if that was a, if that was what you're thinking of but that was what it's, came to my mind. So, so yeah.
0: probably here's what's happened. You told me that story and I made it this much bigger.
1: <laughs> well, it works, the logic works. Yeah, like the logic works exactly. what You're saying the logic works. If you're at a if you're at a, in a stadium, you're at a big festival you're at the, it can be this massive crowd but it's not that people are zombies. They're all they're all executing on something. Right. They have they have a goal in mind, right?
0: Yeah, right. So if you're looking at it, it looks like chaos. Right. Or more importantly, sometimes let's let's flip it because I think my analogy doesn't work unless I flip it just slightly, which is yeah. when I'm in it, it looks like everybody else around me is chaotic. Yeah. I'm in yes. it. Yep. And you told me about how you navigate, you know, through crowds and those type of things.
1: But- oh I gotta share that one because this works. You guys try this. I got to share that one. I figured this out years ago when you're in a crowd and you're walking, you're trying to walk through the crowd. If you look at people in the eye, everyone looks at every each other in the eye and it's really hard to get through. Don't look them in the eye, look past people and they all get away. It's it. They can't help it. It's a natural thing. They can't help it. They, they see you walking towards, Oh, that person doesn't see me. And they get away. I have walked through hockey rig crowds after a game. (laughs) And basically, like, not even slowed down just by, like, looking, like, up to the side or way past people. It's yeah. unbelievable. Don't it
0: make like, eye contact and people move out of your
1: way. Don't make eye contact. Don't even look. Kind of look off to the side. They don't want to get run into. So they just, it's like the sea just parts. It's unbelievable. So, um,
0: so yeah, it was, it was kind of that conversation we were having that, that led me to believe this. But think, think about if you're just navigating a crowd. It seems like everyone around you is chaotic, but what you're doing is your task, right? This is the on versus in. I'm trying to bring it back to the topic. So on versus in, I'm in it. I'm in the crowd, I'm doing my things, but everything around me is just happening. Then all of a sudden I get up on the second level and I can see other people doing that. I can see what's happening. I can kind of see how things move and I can see that one person down there has a task and a purpose. Oh, he's going to DSW. Oh, they're going to Foot Locker. They're going you know what yeah. I mean? You can start to see the order and chaos. Take one step back, take one step up. Whatever it is, see it yeah. from a bigger view. What what's created because of this?
1: Yeah, that's where you can see you can see the like you can see the bottlenecks. You can go, "Oh, you know, people aren't going to this part of the mall because it's 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 too crowded there. And it's because we have this here, this blocking people. Like you can you can start to adjust the bigger picture, the flows of people, the like all of that kind of stuff. Yeah, it's it's seeing that big picture can have such a massive impact. You hear that from hockey players all the time, where they're they're like sitting for a night, they're up in the press box and then they look and go, Man, the game it slows down so much when I'm up here. And they can just start to see things and it helps them understand like. Wow, I have more time with the Puck than I thought. Or I have a little more room than I thought. I, you know. Yeah. You hear them say this stuff all the time, right?
0: Huh. I hadn't heard that, but that makes so much sense. But you know what's funny in, in in football? Well, we think it moves slow, but the players don't. They say, yeah. oh, the game is so much faster, especially every level you go to, from high yeah. school to hey, and by the way. I'm going to shout out the Piper Warriors. It's a three-year high school. It's only been open for three years. They are in the regional championship tomorrow. Oh, then, nice. Yeah. yeah. So they could win the region in Texas State high school football, which is hard to do, 5A. And then uh, they play one more game against another region champ, and they're, they're in the state championship after that. So they're like – Three games wow. right now, or you know, the third game is the state championship. I'm like going, I've never really, you know, this is the team that you know Courtney's daughter goes to. Uh She's in the color guard band, and I'm like going, man, it's a really exciting time. Texas high school football is something different. I can tell you nice,
1: that. Nice, nice, yeah, so. sweet. Well, good luck to them. Good luck to the yes. Warriors tomorrow night. Now,
0: now, last week they played at the Alamo Dome, which is, I mean, they've held final fours there. I mean, at Alamo Dome is a big deal. Yeah. Uh, this next one is at uh, um, Texas state, which is a university. So they're going to a college campus. And I think the state championship ends up either at Cowboy stadium or, or uh, the Texas stadium, Houston or wow. Dallas. So I'm like, they really take it seriously when it comes to, you know, football. I mean, and I started rewatching Friday Night Lights. Have you ever seen that that either show or series?
1: I saw I saw a few episodes when it was out. I, I I haven't seen the whole thing though. And it was when it first came out, so years ago. So
0: yeah, if you don't want to go to watch the TV series, go watch Billy Bob Thornton in the movie. It's like an hour and a half long. It's not that very long. So, but hmm. it just lets you know what it feels like to be a football player in a Texas high school, and it's just uh uh, it's motivating right it, it's like motivating for all nice so i mean exactly. I like
1: it nice so
0: it's so a cool man, so all right, so on versus in let's talk about on versus in first of all i I put in the description i don't know if you edited it or not <laughs> you could you could have changed it
1: no, not really, no, how, I don't think I touched it, it actually
0: how I didn't like it i didn't i I didn't like that i meaning, I do like it but I feel like it's overused and I think it's diluted that people don't pay as much attention when you say it because like, oh, yeah, I've heard that before. Yada, yada, yada. So is there a way for us to get people's attention? And I don't know the answer cause this is brand new to me. So I don't know the answer. So how would you describe it to somebody without using those words?
1: You know, I would say that sometimes you have to extricate your head from your posterior. <laughs> How about that?
0: Yeah, I mean, you know, you hear like forest through the trees. I can't see the forest because of all the trees. You, it, it, there's all these things that describe it. I can't
1: believe I didn't get a reaction to head taking your head out of your ass, but anyway. <laughs>
0: because you didn't say that. You said that the Canadian version, you said, oh. Ah, oh, I just, oh. And then you almost said sorry after, oh, sorry.
1: <laughs> no, I was just sneaking it. I was sneaking it in. No, but it, it, um, that's the thing is it, I don't know. It th- there's there's so many like the forest of the trees. All those, there there's so many sayings, but we've talked about these a lot of times. Where there's there's truth in those sayings. That's why they're sayings. Like that's why they've stayed around for fifty years, right? Um, but I think the thing is it can. Like you, you actually, when you said something, you said people in your, in your courses sometimes say, I have to work on my business, not in my business. That is the problem. I think where it probably is driving you nuts because too often it's lip service. Right. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah. You maybe. can't just say, I have to do this. I have to do that. It's, it's, it, it, it's, it should be the opposite. It's like, it's, it's like, for me, it's like, I, I also a sudden realize that's why that was effective because that's what I did. Not, I have to do that because it just doesn't happen, right? Oh,
0: that's super powerful because I think now, by, based on what you just said, good observation. I think it's an empty promise. It's like saying, "Oh, I got to lose weight." <laughs> you know, yeah. most of us will say that and not do anything about it. And when I say most of us, I mean me. <laughs> i need to lose weight i don't do anything about it i'm not even trying anymore but
1: that's maybe that's the way we do it instead of you have to work on your business rather than in your business the the what you should be saying is i was working on my business not in my business and there's a real fundamental difference because that's um i recognized it i did something about it i saw the benefit of it um because I, I think it's harder to, to, again, to like, like you know, it's like, let's do our annual planning sessions. I, I do think there's some usefulness to it, but I don't think you wait for a day. I think you, when, it's like, it's like pulling on a string, right? Like, it's like the little string on your sweater as it's coming around or whatever. It's like, you see an opportunity, you don't wait, you don't say, well, that'll be part of our quarterly planning meeting, start pulling on it. As soon as you see that seam, you say you start hammering that crack, you know, and I think that's that's the philosophy you have to take.
0: Dude, I I gotta tell you, I got a friend. I, when we were just talking just now, I got a friend, TJ. He owns uh, Wichita Air Strike. It's a gym, martial arts. Does all kinds of stuff up in Wichita, uh, Kansas, and mm-hmm. he he does this i think it's monday motivation it's like 8:30 just fires you up he he just tells you all the stuff to get you fired up for the week right mm-hmm. and i think maybe we need to approach it like a weight loss coach cuz it's say like, do you want to feel sluggish do you want to not fit in your clothes do you want to not you know not not have the mental acuity that you want you know you, you always have the th- the phrases they use to get you to change your behavior to lose weight are the same things we should be telling business owners about running their business better. Do you want to do you want to have cash flow problems? Do you want to you know do this type of thing? Yeah. Well, and the reason I say that is because when I get you to change your perception, you'll take action. So how do we drive behavior? And I don't think the phrase does it. Maybe that's my whole problem with the phrase of. Are you going to work on your business or in your business? And I'm thinking I need, I need you to get in my face and say, Hey, do you like being poor? Do you like being broke? Do you like not (laughs) being able to pay, pay your bills? Do you like the stress? Do you like not losing sleep or or not sleeping at night? I think I need somebody to get in my face.
1: Yeah. I guess the, the, the thing that I sort of object to is the, the weight loss sort of idea because it's and, not and, about weight loss. It's about motivating somebody to take action.
0: I'm saying weight loss. No,
1: no, 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 no. But this is, this is where I see a really fundamental difference. You cannot lose weight by skipping a meal. Like no, one meal. No, it's, it's, home. it's, it's, a, it's no, 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 no. But this, this is, this is just, just hear me out. Like you cannot, you cannot make an impact from one thing. And I think if we treat it like it's it's almost like a weight loss coach, it feels like you have to do this all the time and it's got to be regular. And what I want to say to the business owners out there is if you stop and you and you, you put some time in and you think about your business, you may come up with a really important strategic um or a really important observation, a really important thing you can do that will radically change your business or 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 will take it a nice big step forward. In one shot, so it, and the reason I say that is because I think people get, um, that it, it's not depressed, but it like it limits what they want, what they're able to do, and it feels like oh, you got to do this and you got to do it all the time. It's like no, you might not have done this in the last five years, but if you got that, sit down and think about it, it can make a really big difference to your business today. It doesn't have to be every week, right?
0: Yeah. I agree with that, but I'm going to push on that because I don't agree with it, meaning that it isn't just like, a, oh, I only got to do this once or twice, and then I'm, I'm back on track. No, man, working on your business means all of the things I did, I take a step back and look at it and what happened. And that's where financial analysis comes in. That's where my budget to forecast. Okay, here's what I thought I was going to do using drive run versus what actually happened. I took a step back and looked at it because all the actions, yep. not the the tactics. You're talking about tactics, skipping a meal, those type of things. But no, I'm talking about I take a step back. All the things I did, did it work? Did it not work? If it didn't work, let's figure out a different path. And you have to do that with weight yeah. loss.
1: No, I I agree with you. Like because the more frequent, the more regular you are the benefit you're getting, the more benefit you're going to get. What what I'm afraid of is that the the, the the as soon as you say sort of a, like a weight loss coach thing. You start thinking about um, like, it just, it just makes it feel so hard. And so, and I'm, I'm I'm thinking like, no, you can, you can have start with a little and you'll start getting addicted to it because it'll change your business and it'll start to grow. So it's, it's, it's more of just a mindset to me that this isn't something um, that you should be looking at. I think as sort of a habit. It's like, this can really help your business. Just start. Start today. Start thinking about your business. Start thinking about 24. What are you going to do? And when you see the benefits, it'll start changing your mindset and it'll become a regular thing.
0: All right. So that is like a weight loss coach. Oh my God. I don't care what you do. Get your ass up in the morning and go to the gym. (laughs) Go to the gym. Just do the things on a regular basis. Right? That's that's what they're telling you to do. And that's what I think you should do is, hey, work all month, work all quarter, work all year, and then take a step back and do the analysis. Do the -hmm. the, the tools and techniques that people give you, ratio analysis, cash flow analysis, expense analysis. You know, look at the things and see if you progressed or didn't. Did I lose weight or not? (laughs) <laughs> yeah, that, that's what I'm saying. Yeah. I think there's a lot more similarity. I don't. Care, I don't care about what the tactics are that you use. I care more about doing it. Do something. Be motivated to do something. And I think that's where we as coaches, me, me as a coach, I go. Why, why are we not doing this? Do you not like to make money? Do you? Do, <laughs> do you not like you know to solve the problem to give you more money than you should? Mm-hmm. Again, I'm going to go back to the same guy. We went through an expense analysis. I gave him a whole week. Go through it and tell me what you can cut. His goal was $250,000 a year. He came back to me and says, "I found $1,000. I can't cut anything else." 30 minutes later, I found $50,000 and we weren't even a quarter of the way through his expense, you know, his his income statement, 40 grand. Yeah. Just asking the question and I have a chart, right? I have a chart that says uh, do I need it? Can I afford it? <laughs> <Right>? <laughs> so, if you can need it yeah. and you can afford it, then keep it. If you don't need it and can't afford it, cut it. You know, there's it's it's a pretty simple thing. And mm-hmm. and he was, this is a weird thing. He was keeping a three thousand dollar a year. This is something small. Yeah, three thousand dollar a year expense, just because he couldn't figure out a better way to export data out of one software. To something safe so he didn't lose it. I said, you pay three thousand dollars rather than if you don't have enough data space or storage, it's two ninety nine a month. It's twenty five bucks a year for Apple or Google or whatever it is, like twenty five bucks a year. Yeah. Let's <clears> throat> export throat> whatever they have and throw it over there. I said, how how many times did you go back to it this year? Once. One time? You paid three grand to go look at something one time because you don't know how to get it out of it? I said, Yeah. That it, You know where that three grand goes? In your pocket. You have to look at it that way. (laughs) You have to look at it as, I'm putting three grand in my pocket by just putting it in a different bucket.
1: Yeah. yeah.
0: People are not thinking about it that way. He was paying three grand for a convenience of not doing something.
1: Yeah. Easy easy to do. Unfortunately,
0: you knew right off the bat, you said, you're going to shit all over my topic. And I didn't shit on the topic. I actually agree with the topic. I think there's a better way to get people motivated to take action. And maybe I got to be a weight loss coach.
1: <laughs> well, yeah, I know. I, but I've never had a weight loss coach. So maybe I shouldn't be commenting on them. I, I, I just, I am just assuming that it would be like, I wouldn't react very well. <laughs> so.
0: All right, so so maybe I got to be like a professional wrestler and say, Do you smell what Casual Mike
1: is cooking? I kind of like that. <laughs> <laughs> I kind of dig that.
0: All right, so hey, episode one. What I, it, this one digressed faster than most, and I'm going to blame and actually exalt Family <laughs> Business Brewery and the Grackle. Where the hell that is? That was well,
1: a- and also, I think I think we'll go back to you doing the topics because you just did not like my topic. I don't think today. <laughs> <laughs>
0: That's not true. But Look, I participated. That was good. You just hit the one topic. Then I'm like going, eh, I'm not a fan. I'm not a fan of the same.
1: Yeah, and I know I, I, I wasn't even attached to the topic. I just said, ah, I think here's one that we could do if you're looking for a topic. So I'll, I'll just I'll just let you take those. I'll, you got a knack for them.
0: No, I like it when you pick the topic because it adds a little character to the show. And speaking of adding character to the show, you can add your character to the show with a Buy Me a Beer sponsorship. $5 a week. You can add your character to your community with one of our shirts, Just given her, or the Blaine and Mike, you know, Mike and Blaine t-shirt. You can do one of those by buying our merch. Go to mikeandblaine.com.
1: And you can... Subscribe, follow us, like, comment. The whole works. Make sure you guys, you uh, you connect with us. Let us know that you like the show, what you want us to talk about. Um, and make sure you don't miss any of our episodes. So make sure you subscribe.
0: Right on, man. I appreciate you. And uh, hey, let's let's close out 23 strong because we're going to season four in January.
1: Yeah, we've got... Well, we might have four more episodes in us. I know there's a holiday, so we'll see. We might land on a bad day, but we're, 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 I think we got four. I think we got four. We should be closing out at least 122, hopefully 123 before we hit 24. That's what we got to do. We got to do 123 so that the first one in 24 is 124. Oh, because you went, because you're the even guy. You're the odd guy. I'm the odd guy. You're the even guy.
0: It won't matter because we'll have our new title sponsor that will carry we'll have new title
1: sponsor i just i'm just talking about just a weird coincidence of 124 starting 24 <laughs> so there's really no need for it
0: i missed it i missed it nice job no i just thought it was 24. kind of a 24 and 24
1: and 24 24 yeah. and 24 exactly we'll get someone can buy us a, a two, four of something or <laughs> a 24 pack buy us a flat <laughs> flat of quarters yeah. light Check out their website at mikeandblaine.com. Then subscribe to the podcast and buy these guys a beer.